Do you have enough good quality team meetings with your people? Well, it sounds obvious, it sounds banal, but the reality is many leaders actually they still prefer having bilateral conversation with their own direct reports rather than having team meetings. So in this episode, I want to touch base on these couple of things. Why is important team meetings, but also what is the potential risk of not having team meetings and having too many bilateral conversations. So stay tuned because that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. As I said in my introduction of this episode, today I want briefly touch on a couple of things that are, to me, very critical. Um, some of the leaders I know, but honestly, I see this as a sort of interesting dilemma for many leaders, is shall we have more one-to-one meetings with my direct reports, or, or I should have more team meetings altogether? It's an interesting question, by the way, because in theory, you know, you might think, well, it's it's obvious, right? It's obvious that we should have more team meetings, or maybe both, right? One-to-one and team meetings. In the reality is many leaders, and by the way, also many CEOs, actually they still prefer having a lot of one-to-one conversations, very bilateral, and very few team meetings. And you made me think, right? So why why that happens? So what I understood from my work with clients is Clearly, clearly, there is an element of personality, attitude that comes to play, right? So even CEOs, they are normally a little bit introvert. They tend to have more one-to-one because they do want to have necessarily open conversation with everyone. That could be a one reason. But the other reason, which is a little bit more important, I would say, from a, from a cultural standpoint, is... Sometimes maybe CEOs, they don't want to have an open, transparent conversation with everyone. It's like, it's like you know, let's not uh, surface things that, you know, we don't want to talk about, right? It's like, you know, putting things under, under the carpet, which honestly, it's not healthy, right? It's a little bit toxic because that is an unfortunate good way to share openly and transparently what people think, right? So... I think that's a little bit more concerning when it happens. And also sometimes I feel the reason could be because uh, people believe that one-to-one can unlock you know, the true potential of people, getting people in actions. And it's true, but if there is no element of cooperation, of sharing, collaboration, that's going to be really problematic. But there is also another potential problem there. So anyway, so that's what I see. So. I mean, let's do, let's look at the two scenarios, right? So if I think about the one-to-one, the risk I see, I mean, the positive thing is clear, right? But the risk I see is really actually building or creating silos that we don't want, right? Because in a one-to-one conversation, what happened, you really start talking about what is happening with that person in his business line, and it becomes, to some extent, uh, potentially a silos conversation. Because there is no way to have a much broader view about the situation because no other leaders uh, uh, are involved in that. The other thing is it might lead to, unfortunately, to a sort of gossip. Gossip, hearsay, when you say, oh, you know, I spoke with him, he doesn't like that, etc., etc. So it, it might become gossip. And then even the CEO might find himself or herself 
in a situation where you know he has to l- listen to all of that and maybe doesn't want to. So that is a potential red flag when you hear people gossiping about people because it sounds like there is too much one-to-one maybe and not enough team meeting or team conversation. And finally, when you have only one-to-one conversation with your people, um, you essentially are encouraging different pace within the team, right? Because everyone has a different directions, has different goals, and supporting them, it can let them be more productive, effective, but also they might take a completely different view and leaving the others behind. When I say others, others as a peers, right? Others as a team. So on the other end, working you know, with more team meetings is clearly an incredible advantage, right? You have a much more open conversation, more transparent, as long as, of course, there is a clear direction uh, from the CEO and there is clear the context and environment that he has built in order to facilitate and encourage that open and transparent uh, talking. And most importantly, you know, there is definitely much more cross-pollination, you know, where people can really share more thoughts about what's going on and sharing objectives. So that's really key, right? We all know that. It's very simple to understand. And finally, which is not necessarily clearly either understood or reinforced in an organization is the sense of ownership. You know, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I'm talking about ownership many, many different times because I strongly believe to the importance of ownership in a team. It's like we all own collectively the results and we have to work together to own it. When you do a lot of one-to-one, potentially you create ownership at a very individual level, but not enough ownership as a team, which is a completely different ballgame. So that's, to me, it's something for you to consider. So if you're having a lot of one-to-one meeting, that's great. I think it's, it's the basic of a great conversation, a great relation with your people, but that shouldn't uh, replace... Uh, the team meeting. It's a team leadership meeting is so critical. Actually, the more you have, the better is the outcome. So don't consider team meetings like, you know, something that you do once or twice, maybe kind of a retreat or kind of, you know, one, two day meetings only. Consider this as a practice. Consider this as a practice that you build in order to have much more open conversation with everyone. And of course, it could be designed in a proper way. It should be designed in a proper way. It can be facilitated. I mean, I get involved in so many team meetings to facilitate, to design the day, to coach sometimes the team. It's critical, important. And having someone from outside is an incredible opportunity because, you know, it doesn't have bias. He listens in a different way. It can, and by the way, he can say what well, he really thinks. So that's, I think it's very powerful to facilitate and also, and also to instill a different level of language, a conversation that might happen in the future. So that's maybe something for you to consider. So let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. Send me an email or drop me a message on LinkedIn. And of course, if you're interested as well to maybe have a sort of external support in your, in your team meetings in order to really create this incredible culture and habits about meeting together and every powerful time spending together, yeah, I'll be very happy to support you, of course. So anyway, I hope you consider this. If you are a leader with too many one-to-one and not many team meetings, consider this. And likewise, if you have only a team meetings, <laughs> but you don't like too much one-to-one, I want you to consider the important one-to-one. It has to be very balanced. So 50-50 is definitely the great condition 
to perform different organizations. So thank you and let's talk again next Thursday.